This is Gridiron and Grits. Just two men talking about sports and food. Now, here are your hosts, the Jinx Man and Johnny Smokes. Well, happy Saturday morning. Welcome to Gridiron and Grits version 2.0. Johnny Smokes across the way. I'm the Jinx Man, and we thank you all for being with us on a beautiful Saturday morning. Johnny Smokes, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, welcome. Everyone here listening bright and early on this Saturday morning. Here's the deal. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm pumped about. What are you pumped about? First, I'm pumped about breakfast. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to have me a killer breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm. But secondly, I'm pumped about some Alabama basketball tonight. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We okay. got a lot to come here. Yeah, we got to get into a lot of SEC basketball, a lot of big games going on around the SEC. And look, March Madness is right around the corner, so... We'll slowly, slowly itch our way, inch our way, not itch, but inch our way. Man, itch our way too, but we inch our way with an I in into March Madness and get into that a little bit. Right now, we're still kind of lingering with that football mode. Yeah, you know, with the uh, the Super Bowl last Sunday night, um, it, it you know it, we got to ling. It, it can linger one week, right? Oh, it's got to for me, man. Yeah, we're getting we're getting, you know, there's some spring ball coming up later. We know that spring football. Not quite the same excitement, but it's football. We'll take it. And uh, that's something we'll talk about later. A lot of stuff we got to talk about later. Let's get into the Super Bowl, though, because that did happen this past weekend, uh, last Sunday, six days ago. And uh, it was a big event, as it always is. It's big for us because we got together and ate a bunch. And, yes. Uh, we, we, we talked about it, so we had to make it make it happen, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we talked about it on the air. And uh, and we did make it happen. We did have some good tailgate foods. We did, man. You um, you you and your wife put on a spread. I'm gonna say y'all I did mean, quite the job. It was just a it's nothing fancy. We're just here for a little tailgate food, little wings, the, the a little pizza roll, yeah. little cheese dip. You can't. I mean, that's some stuff you can't beat. You know, they had the so. road tail going on. Yeah, the road tail happening. And then you had uh, we had some desserts and stuff too. You, you had a football chocolate chip cake. Like Ooh, cookie, cookie cake. cake. That's Golly. right. That was good. They had some ice cream to go. I mean, look, I had no complaints on this end. Lot, no complaints at all. It was great. Matter of fact, I ate on it a couple of days after that too. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I think we, uh, I think we had a good night, good time. Um, and I think overall, man, just the Super Bowl as a production as a whole, I think that was a dub, right? I mean, what no. what could you complain about? I didn't have a lot to complain about. I really didn't. I, now, look, I will say. Commercial wise, I could I could have had a little more. I could have had a little more. But as far as the game itself, there were some mistakes on both sides. They look like humans out there instead of Superman all the time. And it was a fun game. It was a fun game and it brought you down to the very end. Just like they predicted it would happen. You know, just like they said it would. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's one thing that you and I discussed uh in the Super Bowl as a whole is trying to figure out like who could who was going to win? Like we knew either team had the chance to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, honestly, to me, if 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 we're reflecting on the game, like the 49ers look like the better team out there. They um, did. Mahomes just had the the magic there at the end, and I mean, it was it it was what it was. I mean, he between him and Jennings, they put that game away. Yeah, you man, know, Jennings was so good. He so was. and Mahomes knew when to use his feet. He knew when to. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just like that last quarter into that last drive. He made all of the right decisions. And not to be so cookie cutter or cliche, but I did look at Jonathan at one point. I was up pacing around near the ice cream bucket, and I remember looking at you and saying, "You know, one day if we ever have grandkids, one day our grandkids will be able to say to them, we got to watch Mahomes 
at his finest. And we did, man. He Look, he had some mistakes in the game. He wasn't always polished. He wasn't always perfect. He threw an interception. Yeah, but in the at the end of the game, and he was standing tall and um, and confidently, too. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I thought, I mean, I just thought, like I said, overall, I thought it was a, a great production. I mean, halftime was pretty good, too. I didn't hate halftime. What, I mean, I wasn't mad about it. We've had worse halftime that's experiences. That's what I said. That's what, and, and that's what I was going to get my wife's opinion on. I was thinking earlier about something she had said after we were on our way home from the game and it was that it was about the halftime show and 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 as she said like yeah i've seen better halftime shows but i've seen a lot worse and uh yeah i'm not i don't know every song usher ever sang but i knew a few of them and uh and i overall i mean look yeah it as any halftime show you can be a conservative and go that could have had more clothes on it wasn't one of those i didn't, I didn't no. think it was like bad at all no like, for real it was it was tasteful yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was good all, all the way around. Um, the the opening, you know, Reba singing the uh, uh, the national anthem, and, mm-hmm. and look, how about Post Malone coming out there? He's he he's going country. Talk <laughs> about did, going man. country. That surprised me a little bit. He's got that he's got that country album out uh, where he covers John Deere Green with uh, Morgan Wallen and Hardy. Yeah, and so he's I think he's <laughs> wearing his Dallas Cowboys gear all the even afterwards. Yeah. And so I mean I think he's, I'm gonna throw this floaty out there and see if it floats. Uh, he's he's country than a lot of country right now. To now be honest, that is true. That's the truth. Man. I mean, if you're covering Joe Diffie, yeah. I mean that's that's true. There's mm. no doubt about that. Man. So um, yeah, we got a lot got a lot coming up. Got a lot coming up. Um, I want to talk about. Let's go into this Tony Romo thing. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I know kind of what you're talking about as far as what happened on the on the broadcast or people that are just fussing about the end of the game and like tony romo blew the call he blew the call i'm like come on man like he's the worst announcer Y'all that we've ever heard so picky he is look there's people that don't like tony tony romo is one of the most talkative of um i say play by plays color guy out there but man he has so much information and he i never get bored watching him he's one of my favorites personally. he brings a lot to the table he does and maybe so, it's too much for some people i guess i don't know but i like it well, let's, let's play this audio right here. Hold All on right. one second with me. First and goal. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. Mahomes' career, he's been waiting for his one Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. And Michael Jordan wins it again. Thanks to CBS for that coverage. Jim Nance, Tony Romo right there. What we're talking about specifically is Tony Romo and, and the way he's been criticized. I've heard so many people throughout the week talking about it as if he, if he was just a horrible call. I don't think, I don't agree with that. It's just weird. I mean, look, I think. I think they are saying that it should just be like a natural call. When Jim Nance says jackpot, you know, I, I think that that's what they're saying. They're saying should, he walked over Jim's it, call. It's yeah, right. They're saying that it should just hang out there. You know, he's not complaining about it. Jim Nance, exactly. The CBS only one should. in general. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? People are so picky. Want to? I think the most of the people that are talking about it so much, the talking heads that I've been hearing all week, 
they just they're just mad they weren't on the broadcast. People that want to be there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> People that want to be in those shoes. It got me to think about announcers though, like getting obviously the Super Bowl. We we don't have to tell you who won. You know the Kansas City Chiefs were the winners. They came out the victorious side of things. There's not a whole lot we can talk about as far as the game. It was sloppy at times. It was good at times. There were some great plays in the end and, and a fantastic play at the end of the game that I think was probably the same play we saw last year. So it was yep. <laughs> it's pretty identical. Uh, a great game. But getting back to this announcing thing, since you know we're moving forward, sort of, the announcers in the NFL, so there's some good ones out there. I love listening to the radio announcers from, yeah. from Westwood One Radio and different people that, that carry those games. Right. Some great ones, man. Uh, is it Gene Deckerhall? I think is his name, or Gene something like that. He's he used to. He's got a great voice. Yeah, he does. He and does. There's some good people out there that announce. So, so John, I got thinking about who are some of your favorite announcers. Obviously, we don't have to go with. We we know college announcers. I mean, for us, I think we're pretty synonymous with who we love, and uh, or at least I think I, I, I love. I grew up with Eli Gold. I, I grew up barely hearing John Forney a little bit back in the Alabama days as an Alabama fan. Jim Fife, I got Auburn fans that just have Jim Fife posters on their wall. They love him. Right. I, as a Bama fan, I did not like him, but I understand it. And just like they don't like Eli Gold, a lot of them. So that's being that's 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 college stuff. Right. But as far as just big time announcers, I mean, even you know, TV announcers. Who are who are some of your favorites? I, my all time favorite, and I, and I know it's more contemporary than than you know, looking back to the to the vintage. Uh, but uh, my all time favorite, who's now crossing over, is Kirk Herbstreit. Uh, I know people don't, you know, some people like him, some people hate him, um, but what he's done for the, just the game of football over the last, you know, 20 years um, is, is good, is good. And I think, uh, I think the best uh, broadcast team going right now is is him and Fowler. Fowler. Um, Now he, he doesn't, obviously he doesn't uh, work with Fowler on the Thursday night Mm -hmm. Amazon games, but sure. um, But yeah, that's, that's my all time favorite. Now I do. Um, of course, uh, Eli Gold, and then um, you know that just just some just some they're just some iconic voices, um, like you talked about, you know, some old school Keith Jackson that kind of stuff. I mean, you just can't oh Nelly, you you just can't beat some of those, you know, iconic calls um uh, from the from the different networks over the years. So yeah, my if if I got to pick one, I think right now it's it's gonna be Herbie. Yeah, that's that's hard to argue with, man. Kirk Herbstreit is so solid and and really, look, I know I hear people go, "He's just a Big Ten fan." That's not true. I mean, he is a Big Ten fan. He played in the Big Ten. Surely he's going to be a fan. But he he's pretty fair, man. I, I I think he's probably one of the most fair announcers there is when it comes to calling games, and uh, I enjoy him too. My favorite of of all time, probably, just voice alone, has got to be Al Michaels. Al Michaels, love I got that you. voice, man. Yeah, love that voice. He's one of my favorites. There's so many good ones throughout the years. I used to, I grew up on Monday Night Football with Al and Frank and Dan, and so yeah, Al Michaels, Frank, uh, Frank Gifford, and Dan Dedorf. They were they were so good together. Um, and there's so many through the years, but those are the ones that I remember the most. And, and Al Michaels' voice is just when I hear it come on, I'm like, oh, that's good right there. And uh, of course, Gary Danielson's my. Oh my gosh! Let's don't go there. Yeah, no. Let's go. Let's go back to that NBC broadcast team. I think. <laughs> I think outside of anybody else, I think that that Sunday night in America, football night in America, whatever they call it. Yeah. Now is the best broadcast team going. Chris I mean, Collinsworth. You can't, you, yeah, Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> you can't beat that team. And there was a time, but a few years ago, John, I didn't like to hear him even utter a word but now i like him a lot oh now he does a ball game i'm like man i like to hear him call a game and all you gary danielson fans out there i know you're waiting wrong show 
Coming up next, we're going to talk about SEC basketball right here on Gridiron and Grits. This is Gridiron and Grits. It's like tailgating on the radio. Stay right there. They're not done talking. Welcome back to Gridiron and Grits. I'm the Jinx Man along with Johnny Smokes, and it's time to get into a little SEC basketball. Some big games coming up later on today, and uh, one of those is Auburn. I'm going to talk about that real quick. The Auburn Tigers at 5 o'clock today taking on a uh, team known for basketball a little bit in the Blue Blood Kentucky Wildcats at 5 o'clock. Yeah, I would say Kentucky's known for a little bit of basketball. You know, just just a hair. The I guess what would you say the only blue blood school um, in the like, SEC? Yeah, blue yeah. blood basketball school sure. in the SEC. Would I, you I'm, call I'm it like fine that? with that. I'm fine. It's really weird though. You going in? Uh, so Kentucky coming to Auburn to play tonight at five o'clock, and Kentucky not the Kentucky of old. They're still Kentucky, but it reminds me a little bit of uh, in the football term, kind of like. Going to uh, Florida State to play now, or a couple of years ago, or maybe Alabama back in the back in the Shula days. You know what I mean? It's like, well, they're still Alabama, but they're not yeah. playing like they used to. That's kind of what you're seeing with Kentucky and Coach Cal right now, and 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 everybody. It's sort of a, it's kind of a hang up. It's still Kentucky though, and there's always that chance they can come in and upset you. Yeah, that's the thing, man. You know, Kentucky's Kentucky, and they're going they're going to be prepared to play, even if you you don't think they are. Um, they're co- coming off a hard-fought game against Ole Miss mm-hmm. um, earlier in the week, yeah. And so I think you know, I mean, I just think they're going to be prepared. And so you know, Auburn's just going going to have to be ready for them. Yeah, and I think they will be. Coach Pearl does a great job of getting the team ready every single week. You know, Auburn. I hate to admit this, uh, being the fan that I am, but Auburn completed the winter sports trifecta and went three and zero. And against Alabama inside Neville Arena. They beat them in basketball, beat them in women's basketball, men's basketball, and gymnastics. So, Ooh, now that's that. a tough one right there. Yeah. Because Alabama's kind of known for that gymnastics. Yes, sir. Know? And Auburn upset them at Neville Arena uh, last Friday night. So uh, that's pretty that's pretty cool stuff for Auburn fans to, to celebrate. So that big game's coming up later on today at 5 o'clock. Now, we were talking earlier about basketball, and you got a little excited. I know you were talking about the Alabama game. You said tonight, you were just like, I got I to gotta watch it. It's going to be a good one, and it is. Yeah, I said tonight. What I meant was today. That's what, Cause, what he cause, meant. Because we were talking about basketball. Auburn plays tonight. <laughs> Alabama plays today at 11 o'clock. So yeah. uh, just be prepared for that. I mean, Alabama's playing well, man. They're playing well, and, you know, it's uh it's I, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good good all the way around no matter how you slice it for Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's had a little bit of time off this week and so they'll be ready for Texas A and M and that'll be a fun game to watch. That's coming on at eleven o'clock today, so that'll be a big matchup across the rest of the SEC. But hey, before you oh, before yeah. you jump, yeah, yeah. you know th- this is a home game. Alabama plays well at home. They I think do. what one loss at home at this point. So uh, look for look for Bama to step up and kind of kind of. Uh, do their thing and uh, and let's let's see what they can do on the court against uh, against A and M. Uh, Alabama currently ranked fifteenth. Yeah, they are so. currently ranked fifteenth. And Coach Oates challenged the players earlier uh, last at the end of last weekend 
just to step up their game and, and to quit letting things happen that shouldn't happen. So we'll see how they responded during the week, uh, having, a, having a little time off and getting ready for this game against A&M. Going to have some new uniforms, too. That's right, going, man. Going retro. That's so, unusual. Yeah. It's, Bama's usually a stickler for not changing those uniforms, in, especially in football. But in basketball, I guess they're being a little more lenient. It's yeah, I mean, and it's not. I mean, let's be honest; it's not anything too crazy. They're going to use that old logo. They're not Oregon. They're not Oregon. Nah. nah. (laughs) Have you seen the uniforms? I did see them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wearing the white with kind of the outlined uh, letters and then the old Alabama logo. It's it's not going to be too much difference, but it's a cool look. Hey, they got some new swag, man. They'll be excited about it. No doubt about that. So we got that game coming up today at eleven o'clock. Those are the two in-state. Teams for the state of Alabama. Now you got some other teams across the ACC. A big matchup coming up at two thirty today is going to be LSU and South Carolina. Woo! South Carolina playing well. They are man. Number eleven, South Carolina coming in this game. Uh, but LSU's got a decent team. They, they can. They're kind of like they can beat you at any time. So you never know. Yeah, which what South Carolina is leading the conference right now, or tied in the conference, I guess, with Alabama. Yeah. And so, um, so you're going to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see kind of kind of what happens and what plays out there can you know south carolina is one of those programs you know that traditionally they kind of fall off so uh, you know can can lsu uh, be the team that kind of kind of jumps in and, and gets a win um you know when they um you know when they least expect it i mean lsu's like you said playing well the the their um record necessarily in the sec doesn't show that Mm -hmm. but you know we've seen them we've seen the way that they've played against multiple other sec teams and and you know they they usually take it to the wire it's it's, it can be a it can be a decent game so we'll see um, and it's it's at south carolina so that will be um very interesting to see yep number 11 south carolina welcoming lsu tigers in to their arena now you also have another game it's number eight tennessee the hottest team in the sec right now i say right now they, they've been hot all year long and and just tough to beat man they're taking on the in-state rival of vanderbilt oh the commodore <laughs> what a tough 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 game <laughs> yeah coming off that uh that texas a&m game on uh, wednesday i think uh i think that's gonna be the team to beat you know what i'm saying Van- and vandy so. you know vandy in years past has been a challenge in basketball not as much this year yeah that's that's the thing it. man that's the thing it's gonna be i think tennessee's gonna gonna easily handle that one mm. we'll go across the rest of the nation real quickly just to go over that number five arizona taking on arizona state at 8 30 tonight and uh, other games we got going on baylor number 12 in the country against west virginia you got illinois number 14 against maryland you got number six kansas taking on an oklahoma team that doesn't like to lose so we'll see what happens there on that one and then you got marquette and did i say that right never came marquette marquette, marquette, there you marquette spelled like marquette anyway marquette coming up today they're taking on uh the yukon number one team in the nation number four versus number one that'll be pretty huge at two o'clock today and uh, rounding out is number 20, Wisconsin against Iowa. BYU taking on Oklahoma State. And number nine, Duke taking on Florida State with Dayton taking on Fordham today. And one other game to mention, John, just real quick. I'll have to say it. It's going to be uh, Texas and Houston going at it today. That should be a pretty good game as well. That will be. That'll be a good in-state rival game. I mean, I guess you call that a rival, but rivalry in basketball it would be. So Yeah. Number three, Houston with the big boys. Texas from Austin coming in. So we'll see what happens there. That's college basketball in a nutshell for us. Look, it's something that we're having to get slowly get more excited about as March Madness just around the corner. Now, John, I hadn't thought a lot about March Madness as far as the uh, 
brackets and all that kind of stuff. Well, we got to start getting all that ready. I mean, you know, the bracket will come out. Um, obviously, it'll be early, early, early March, and so we'll be able to kind of take a look at the brackets. But I think you and I will want to we'll want to kind of hold out until kind of the one of the final days to do it to just make sure. Oh yeah. Um, that everybody's you know to see what we can see, you see who's winning, see how they're playing there towards the end. Um. You know, hoping to see Alabama and Auburn in that that would be that would be good for uh, for the state, and so that would be a cool thing to see is uh, to see them both uh, with with high seeds in the tournament. Yeah, I feel like Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee will all be in the tournament. I just don't know where at, and that's going to be the the question mark. Alabama going in last year at number one, they won't be there this year, um, but they did go in last year at number one seed, and uh, were not able to to go as far as they wanted to go. And Auburn um, in the past has had more success with that. So we'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun, man, as we get close to that. And uh, we'll keep you informed as we get to that point later on in the season. We'll keep you updated right here. Jinx, jinx, jinx. Stop right there, buddy. What Stop the right there. Listen. You just you, put a halt on the basketball. I did. You? I did. I, look, I love the basketball. And, you know, we got a lot more to come. We're going to talk a lot about that yeah, in yeah. March. I got you. But here's here's what I want to talk about. NASCAR? Well, I mean, we're, look, I love NASCAR, too. We'll get to it. Okay. Pickleball? What you no, doing? not pickleball. Oh, okay. The Cincinnati Reds posted on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's officially baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, man. So what we got, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to see. So pitchers and catchers reported this week. Yeah. Um, and then position players will all report next week. Uh, just for the main teams, kind of in our area, Atlanta Braves, uh, pitchers and catchers reported uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the position players will report on the 20th. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have, uh, you know, it, it'll be some, it'll be some crazy things coming up uh, now the baseball season's starting. So I'm going to so, make a little resolution here, if that's all right. All right. Go ahead. I, I have, I have really just in the past, few years done some high school baseball on the radio i've, I've always loved high school baseball so i have played and I, I you know it was always fun i love going back and calling high school games that's fun i've been to a few braves games in my lifetime a few not not as many as you but i've been to a few um i was a braves fan a little bit in the 90s i was but i really was not a i haven't been a big baseball fan since 1986 that's how long ago it's been yeah I I, yeah, I'm gonna need you to. We're gonna tighten that up. I know, man. But but for real, like I was an '86 Mets fan. Not long after that, they had the strikes, like '87, '88. Yeah. Um, and Bartlett Giamatti was the commissioner and all that. And I just got I got mad about it as a teenager, and, and I was like, I ain't watching it no more. And 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 really, it was really silly. I just hadn't got back into it. But I want to do that this year. So I'm I'm gonna go to at least two Braves games. Okay. Two Braves games at least. Maybe okay. a Reds game. Maybe a Reds game. I'm I'm not too far from Cincinnati when I go to Nashville. So maybe that, and that's going to be enough to sucker me in, I think. I think it is. I think it is. I mean, that's that's the good thing. So tell me this. Say, so can't, can't you hear the Atlanta Braves right here on WJDB? Oh, yeah. Throughout the, I mean, throughout the regular season, you're going you're gonna to catch the Braves games here. That's exactly On right. this station. So that's the good thing about it is, is we could talk Braves baseball. And, and, and I, like I said, I think that will, a couple of games with you yeah. going, kind of seeing in person, seeing what's going on. Got to get back into it. I think that's going to tighten you up. You know, in the years past when I've gone, I've always had like a youth group with me or something, having to kind of watch over people and all that. You can't really enjoy it like you want to. Right. But just to go, kick back, have a hot dog, enjoy the game, that's what I'm going to do. 
Right. Well, and, and so the thing about today, today the Braves are having kind of their welcome back to baseball thing. And this is kind of, I guess, what kicked off this segment mm-hmm. is um, down in Northport, Florida. You know, yeah. they got the Cool Today Park and uh, and that's where they kind of kick off everything. So they've got their, uh, their welcome back weekend. So mm. starting today from 11 to 3. So the, and, the, and they're going to have like, you know, a little party, a little band action yeah. out there, some food. And so um, that, that'll be that'll be really cool. And um, and so then they then they're gonna they're gonna get down and get dirty with the uh, with the Braves spring training down there. So I'm excited to see what all the teams are doing. I'm excited to see where the Braves can go. You know the the, the Braves have been building their team slowly over the over the uh, the last few years, especially since a, a couple of years ago when they won the World Series. And so they've locked in some of these younger guys for long term contracts. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the good thing. It's going to make the Braves a a good team for years to come. Um, and 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 we're just going. I'm, I'm just excited about it. I'm excited to see where things go, and uh, and where they end up. First Braves game ever went to John Dale Murphy, Ozzy Verger were playing a long time ago. Wow, against, against Ozzy Smith, and then the second game I went to, they were playing against Mike Schmidt. It's been that long ago. Man. When I first went, when I first went, I've been to some since then. So, so you yeah. don't even know who Matt Olson is, do you? I've heard his name. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard his name. Yeah, or Greg Olson, <laughs> Greg Olson, Matt Olson, <laughs> all the Olsons. Yeah, uh, they're probably Ken some somewhere down the line. My wife's right? jumping in with Mary Kate and Ashley. Keep going, <laughs> Kate and Ashley. <laughs> Coming up next, man, we're going to be jumping into the squared circle on Gridiron and Grits. Let me tell you something, Johnny Smokes. I'm ready to get into this next segment. Snip out of it. Snip and do a beefy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> I a mean, come you. on with Oh, it. man. Good old days. Listen, we love, we love wrestling. I don't mean wrestling. We don't know nothing about wrestling. Nope. We love wrestling, though. And uh, so, look, as opposed to some other sports shows you may hear, and that's okay. Some people say it's not a sport. I don't see them in the ring. And it's a sport to us. And so we grew up, both of us, I'm the Jinx Man. He's Johnny Smokes. You're listening to Gridiron and Grits. We both grew up watching wrestling. Wrestling. Watching it with our with our daddies. And uh and matter of fact, my daddy would put it on and he'd go another room or go to sleep or something. But he always he took us to wrestling matches back in the day. So I've been every town, I believe, in Clark County, I've been to a, a wrestling match at, at the National Guard Armory. So I mean it was back in the day. They would that was some good old stuff. But we'll get into that a little bit later as far as how our love for wrestling came about. There's been some big news in the past few weeks in wrestling. And John, you have a little more on that, so I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so here's the deal. Let's be honest, the past few weeks, just short weeks. Yeah. Um, the WWE has not been really run by a McMahon. That's weird, um, man. It's it's crazy. First it's time crazy. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh, in the in the life of, of WWF, WWF, WWE, mm-hmm. all you know the whole the whole gamut. Uh, there's no McMahon running it, and that's because you know I guess it was a couple years ago now. I think it's two years ago, going on two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TKO Group, um, which does a lot of the uh, mixed martial arts that type of thing, um, they um, they purchased 
WWE. Okay. And so that was a time when there was there was some some shady things going on anyway with Vince McMahon. He had kind of stepped down and Stephanie McMahon had kind of come in and taken it over. And then all of a sudden this purchase happened mm-hmm. and here's Vince McMahon again. Yeah. Chief creative officer or something, you know, some some elaborate title like with that. a weird dago mustache too by the way oh what a mustache he wow. had at that t- wow. at that time i think he knew he was going to be on tv so <laughs> um so he he comes in and uh you know he he continues to to run the uh the the wrestling promotion and you know there's all these rumors anyway about him and and different things going on and with with um different females you know mm-hmm. in the company and yeah. that type of thing and, um, you know, the more that comes out, the worse it sounds. Um, well, there was this one that he had kind of settled with and was going to make some some payments to under an agreement. And uh, I think he quit making the payments. Yeah. And so um, there was a big lawsuit a couple weeks back filed, and that was the it's, demise. It's pretty of, nasty. Oh, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. It's rough, and it's graphic. And I think, I think the attorneys did that knowing that it would get out. Sure. Um, and so... He uh, he he did step down. Of course, he disclaims all of the alleged incidents in the complaint, but he did step down. So now we've got uh, we've got uh, Triple H, yeah, Hunter Hearst Helmsley mm-hmm. uh, making the calls, and um, he's actually been going by his real name. It's weird. They've been posting his real name, yeah, on. Um, on, on what the is screen, his real name? On I don't the even screen. know. I'm I, like sitting there I, going, "What is that real name?" I don't of, know how to pronounce. As long it. as I've known him, he's been Hunter um, Hearst Hemsley or Triple H or it, his the it, game. Yeah, it's Paul Levesque. Maybe? Okay, yeah, I think L- that's right. L e v e s q u e. I don't know. I, I don't know how to. But it, but on the screen it says Paul, you know, Triple H in quotes, and then Levesque, Levesque. which is different. Where yeah. you know it's. That's interesting to see somebody kind of come out of character, yeah, in a sense, sure. Um, and of course, like you know, the the wrestling world's ever changing. Um, for anybody to even talk about kayfabe and playing a part or playing a role, or mm-hmm. you know that that back in the in the seventies and eighties was unheard of, yeah. And now it's just like common knowledge and, and discussed amongst you know your even your basic wrestling fans. So. Um, and, and, and I think they've kind of played into it, but, um, there are a lot of people, Jinx, that say wrestling is back <laughs> as we know it. The WWE oh, era is back. It's coming back. It's back already. Yeah. So, so then you had, you, we had a big matchup. It was supposed to be Roman Reigns. Who's been champion since I was 12, I think, or something like that. I'm kidding. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that long ago, but. He's been he's been the champion longer than anybody except ever. is it ever already he's already passed San Martino and I, all that I, yeah it's close yeah, yeah. it's close so he's been there a long time and everybody's look exhausted from it you're like man look can we get somebody else in there please at least that's the way I feel in my my camp some people love it I, I hate it but anyway the point is eventually it's like well here's here comes Cody Rhodes out of out of another wrestling association comes out one that he was running by the way. Well, let's let's kind of step back. I'll okay. step back. Uh, let's talk about AEW okay. and kind of their let's role in the wrestling world because I really think that they've they've helped to kind of shape where we're at now. Okay. Um, because explain at, that. Yeah. So after W after WCW, which you and I I grew up yeah. on, you yeah. know, 
um, the Saturday night wrestling. It was NWA kind of changed to, to championship wrestling Saturday night and then world championship wrestling. Then Ted Turner bought it. And then it finally, you know, went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the Monday night wars yeah. that kind of gave WWE a run for you its had money. Monday night nitro with WCW. And then you had Monday night raw with WWE, right? WWF at the time. And, right. uh, and I was, I was during that time on one camp on the WWF camp. Cause that's just what I stuck with. Even though I knew wrestling over there, not flip back and forth during commercials, but right. you were flipping back and forth probably on the other side where you were watching Nitro more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember the days. <laughs> it's just so funny how competitive it was because yeah. WCW was a live show. Yeah. And so what they would do at the beginning of the show is tell you what happened on the pre recorded show for WWF. It's like, <laughs> okay, we're just going to go ahead and get this out there. You know, yeah. uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin wins the title tonight. Now that that's over, you can you can pay attention to oh, our show. That's so good, And man. so, yeah, I mean, it was it some was, dirty. It was, yeah. it was some dirty stuff going on. And you had on. different wrestlers going to different, uh, different arenas and jumping in and, and different shows and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You it had was, some WWF wrestlers showing up to like Nitro taping mm-hmm. and, you know, entering in. And that's the reason when... The outsiders did come into WCW that people weren't just caught off guard. You like know, they the New World Order. Yeah, they played it off as like these guys have shown up and we don't know why they're here. And <laughs> you know, and that's why everybody's like, Yeah, we don't know why they're here. Who yeah. are these guys? And then they started coming back more and more. And so everybody's like, wait a minute. So oh, man. um so so you had that. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ted Turner's out. Um there there's there's some some corporate buyouts and and uh and the uh WCW's just basically defunded. Yeah. So they're like, We're getting rid of it, we don't like it anyway. We mm-hmm. don't want it as part of our portfolio. Yeah. So they shut it down or basically sell it to um to WWF, WWE. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so guess who the conqueror is there? Vince he may McMahon. have won some of the battles, but Vince McMahon won the war. Mm-hmm. And so then out of nowhere, about five years ago, mm-hmm. you see some, like, some some of these underground guys. Well, before that, you did have a brief era where, where Paul Heyman runs a little defunct extreme wrestling right right you got some extreme wrestling yeah. you got some tnas you got some impact wrestling yeah you but know none all, of it reaches the, the right. place that you're about to talk about and all those are still around yeah um but right they haven't hit like the the extreme like full you know prime time mm-hmm. television that type of thing um they're they're larger than your like your smaller promotions in each city, like yeah. like uh, up in North Alabama, there's a, a small promotion that I've visited a couple of times. There's one down in down near Mississippi, Gulf Coast, called Diamond Championship, Mobile, actually in that area. So yeah, there you go. So you've got those smaller mm-hmm. promotions, mm-hmm. Um, but um, that that so so TNA and Impact and some of those those wrestling promotions are a little bit bigger but not quite there yet they you know they, they can't get the tv contracts and sure. stuff you need okay so five years ago i'd say five years ago it's a little bit further back than that um basically some independent wrestlers put up some money mm-hmm. and said we're going to do our own pay-per-view yeah. we're going to do it without the help of anybody else and we're going to put on a killer wrestling show um and it was called all out well it it they they sold out the arena and the pay-per-view went swimmingly well. Okay. And so somehow they've talked uh, the Khan family, who were the owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. the son of, of Mr. Khan, his name's Tony Khan, yeah. uh, into kind of starting a promotion. 
So, of course, Cody Rhodes was the face of that promotion. Mm -hmm. The Young Bucks, which some people may or may not know, um, but they were um, independent wrestlers, a tag team. And then, um, you know, then, of course, they um, early on, they got Chris Jericho on board and got some of the other wrestlers to show up. Sting, um, you know, kind of made his way over to AEW. Mm -hmm. So AEW kind of building their way up. And then all of a sudden, wait, AEW is on TNT. Oh. Or, well, not TNT, TBS. TBS. Yeah. AEW uh, has a TBS contract. Uh-huh. Now we're going to head to head with some of the smaller WWE shows. Oh, yeah. So, wait, now they're getting a little bit bigger. They're starting to, they're getting the attention of the WWE a little bit. That's right. So, yeah. WWE makes some moves. First, WWE is like, y'all going to do your own thing. We really don't care. You're nothing to us. And now all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. We got to start paying attention. People are watching this. Yeah, they're making some waves here. Yeah. And, and you know, you you and I talked about it. You discussed it. You're kind of a WWE purist, I right? Am. I am. And you mm-hmm. didn't really like the 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 independent feel necessarily of the AEW. It's not that you don't like independent wrestling. I'm not saying that yeah, or independent yeah. promotions, but it's just that you like the WWE feel better, the way that it was scripted and that kind of stuff. Sure. And um and so that's you know you 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 and I had had kind of discussed that, and I was leaning more towards AEW at the time just because it was fresh. You yeah. know, it was something new that that you you didn't feel like you were caught up. On, in Roman Reigns and yes. just being drugged down the whole time. Now, so, all that being said, you're exactly right about all that. The only thing I was jealous of was having Jim Ross to call the matches. <laughs> Jim Ross. Right, Tony they, Schiavone. They brought back Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, yeah, to call all the matches. And so, um, yeah, so that was, that was super interesting. So, with the AEW being what it was, it kind of came back and helped leverage to be, bring WWE to where we're at today. For people to be saying... WWE is back and for TK holding TKO holdings to want to buy them out. So anyway, how in the world do we get to this point? We'll get to it right after this on gridiron and grits. It's the greatest combination known to man sports and food. Don't go anywhere. Gridiron and grits is still cooking. Hey, Thomasville, Grove Hill, Jackson, let me talk to you. I'm kidding. That's so stupid. I don't even like that one. I love it. No, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Hey, listen, man, we're talking about WWE and wrestling in general and just how it's gotten so big. So the other night, just to kind of set this up for you, this is why it's just getting uh, bigger and bigger. We're starting to see more and more press about it. We got this clip from ESPN from the WWE, all right? I mean, this is like an ESPN clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, basically the other night they were doing a press conference yeah, uh, right. for for WrestleMania after the Royal Rumble, just kind of a post Rumble press conference. And uh, so, for those of you that don't know what a Royal Rumble is, first of all, we got a lot of educating to do. But it's where all these men get into a ring, and, and the last man standing basically wins. He last man not to get thrown over the ropes. Cody Rhodes wins. So, and Cody Rhodes, for all you old school fans out there, is the son of Dusty Rhodes. Who was also the biggest star in AEW, right? I mean, is that fair to say? Yes, yes. He he pretty much got the thing going. He was one of the faces of AEW that we kind of discussed before. And so, you know, they, with the WWE finally having some competition, it kind of built them back up to kind of say, hey, we got to do something. TKO bought them out. 
and then here we are. And let me set the scene again. Super Bowl, the biggest game of the year in NFL or football in general. It's the biggest thing. WrestleMania is the biggest thing when it comes to wrestling. It's like the big Super Bowl of wrestling. We, we've been there. I know I've been there right. once with you right. in Atlanta. Have you been to any other ones? No, just, just one in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, we went to that years ago. So, And some of the same people we're talking about were involved in that back in the day. But Cody Rhodes comes back in to uh, to be a wrestler. His he, he was in WrestleMania last year. He had a chance to win the title. He did not get the title. Right. He fought back after an injury, being out for like, what, I don't know how many months he was out. He right. comes back. He fights back. He wins the Royal Rumble, which means he gets to choose whether he wants to fight against Roman Reigns, who is the world heavyweight champion, or he could fight another competitor, Seth Rollins, who holds another belt on the Monday Night Raw. And so I don't even know what that belt's even called. That's how that's how much of a difference it is. That's disrespect, <laughs> right. I know, but that's kind of the whole point. Right. Do you want this belt or do you want the big one that's been held forever? And that's kind of the whole issue. And so everybody was saying he was going to choose Seth Rollins and then The Rock was going to fight against his, his cousin, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns the right. Rock shows up out of nowhere last or a couple of weeks before and shows up and says, I'm here, and he just walks out and faces Roman Reigns. Well, everybody goes crazy. Ooh, it's going to be that. But then everybody else, a lot of other, a big portion of the segment of the fans are going, you know what? It's not right because Cody deserves a chance to fight for that mm-hmm. title. He won the Royal Rumble. And that kind of sets us up where we're at tonight. The Rock comes out on this press conference and says, I will be fighting my cousin. The bloodline is going to be against, you know, it's like blood for blood. We're going to get this championship. He makes this big so deal. So basically, they're going to team up. Yeah. Instead of fighting his cousin, yeah, they're going to team up to try to fight somebody else in a tag team match. Mm. Mm. Which is kind of a slap in the face of the Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. Because yeah. it's really not a shot at the title at that yeah. point. So here's what happens after that when Cody Rhodes shows up at this press conference. But it is not your right. It is not your distinction to determine the main event. It is mine. I won the Royal Rumble. At WrestleMania 40, in the main event, I choose you, Roman Reigns. If the High Chief his grandfather was here they'd be ashamed of you and this is cody talking to the rock and roman reigns here comes the rock you're talking about his blood you're talking about my blood so now we have a problem So he slaps Cody Rhodes right there in the face. He just Just a big slap, yeah. Man. Yep, 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 yep. And then, you know. We've got a problem. Basically, mayhem breaks loose. That's my slap sound effect. That was horrible. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. No, I was talking about the the fact that he slapped him so hard. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's it's brought some attention to so much so that ESPN's like, this just in. And they're cutting out from the NBA games that they're playing or whatever, talking about this big, big thing that happened on wrestling. Wrestling, y'all. That's right. Making waves, making waves. It's not a sport, really. All right, so let's let's uh let's transfer back a little bit. So we've talked about kind of the current Mm -hmm. status of WWE. Why is it such a big deal to me? 
So how did you even get started? Like what, give me your earliest memories of wrestling. My earliest memories of wrestling literally were getting up on a Saturday morning watching cartoons. And when cartoons went off, either A, you went outside and played, or in my fortunate case, because I came from such a blessed home, we flipped it over to WKRG, I think it was the name of the station back in the day, and we had Southeast Championship Wrestling. Hello, everyone, Gordon Soley here with another edition of Southeast. He was so short, yeah. not a very manly man, but he had this voice. You know. So anyway, he would get on there. You had Bullet Bob Armstrong. You had uh, Adrian Street. You had uh, Jimmy Golden. You had uh, the Ultimate Warrior. You had all these people that were just big on TV, but then... Look, two weeks away from watching them on TV, they'd be in Jackson and Grove Hill or where we were. That's where I lived. They'd come to these National Guard armories and you'd have these sweet little old ladies in 70, 80, 90 years old be up there throwing chairs in the ring in Grove Hill and Jackson. I remember that. And I saw that for the first time and I got to see them walk right by me sweating as they got into the ring. And I thought, man, that's pretty cool. I got to see that on TV. So that, that's when I fell in love with it. And then on Saturday nights, they started doing Saturday night's main event which is a WWE show that had Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and all the people, you know, Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik, all the people that I grew up watching. I couldn't help but fall in love with it, man. Then they had the Saturday morning cartoon, WWE superstars. So I just fell in love with the WWE from that point on. And, you know, it got times when it got raunchy and I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy it. I was like, you know, I wish they wouldn't do all that. Um, but then I just, I, I kept on watching, John. I just kept stuck on watching. with it. I did, man. And I'm, I've been hooked ever since. To my detriment. And my wife puts up with it. She does. She allows me to watch it. Is she a fan nowadays? No. But she does watch it with me. Now, she would go. You know her. She's like, I'll watch The Rock and John Cena. You know, that's what she said. I'm like, come on. That's ridiculous. That's who she'll watch. So she <laughs> likes some of them. Or she missed The Rock in Birmingham recently. Uh, yeah, she did. She reminded me of that, too. I'm like, it's your fault. We wanted to go. <laughs> we could have went. It's your fault. But yeah, anyway, man, it's just fun. It's something fun to watch. Like, it's something I look forward to. I don't always watch it on Monday night. Sometimes I record it and watch it Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning or Wednesday night. Sure, yeah, same whenever. here. That's the good thing about about modern TV is yeah. you can just fast-forward, rewinding, have That's it at your right. own leisure. It's just fun for us, man. And look, especially for me, when football season's not going on, basketball, March Madness is over, it takes me a while to get back to football. It gives me something to, to get look forward to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm the same way, man. I mean, I don't remember a time in, in my household when there were two things not on TV. I don't remember a time when wrestling was not on TV and Braves baseball was not on TV. Yeah. And I think I could tie Alabama football into that, but in my younger years, Alabama football wasn't on TV. Well, that's I mean, true. You'd have one you or one two game. games. <laughs> you a had year. Alabama Auburn game and maybe Tennessee. Yeah. And then otherwise it was either on, you know, some some other station. Maybe you get a pay per view. We didn't have that out in the woods. You got a pay per view. You, you didn't we, get the option we to had, buy pay per view. Look, woods. when I was in high school, we got that big old fat satellite dish. That's what I'm talking but about. But my daddy ain't paying look, my daddy won't even pay like for real cheese at the grocery store back in the day. Ain't no way he's going to pay for a pay-per-view. Well, I had a daddy that, that would pay for the pay-per-view if it was available. I loved him, but he wasn't going to spend that extra money on that. Um, so so with those with those things, you know, growing up in the house, then like it's just something, it's almost like second nature, mm -hmm. you know, of things that's happening. And so I've fallen off the wagon with, with wrestling, you know, here and there over the years, but I've always, you know, 
it's it, it's I've always kind of kept up with it to to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. And then you know, there's just the local wrestling promotion. I can't get enough of that. So there's <laughs> there's some local wrestling promotions that I like to you know to go and 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 uh, watch. And it's just neat, man, seeing the people that come in. And and then there's you know there's the, these younger guys that come in. You go, man, he re- he really could do something. Yeah. Like he could. He might make it one. He, day. Yeah. He he's a he's a a good enough wrestler. That he could absolutely make it, um, you know, and 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 do well at it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of I'm kind of in the same boat, man. I, I I grew up, you know, I probably been to Bat Auditorium to see you know WCW multiple times. Uh, been to a couple WWE Raw tapings in Birmingham, or not tapings, live shows in Birmingham. Um, some some. Uh, Oh, what's the Friday, the SmackDown tapings? Been yeah. a couple of those. Did not make the most recent one. Yeah, um, they just Birmingham. had one recently. Yeah. yeah, where The Rock was in town. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's cool to be able to kind of, you know, carry those memories with you. Um, and, and it's it's good. To, it's good that, uh, that, that AEW is doing all right. Yeah. And that WWE is back. You're because right. Because it's, it's, it's good for. Kind of uh, feels like it ought to be that way. Yeah, when WWE is back, I mean, it feels like all is right with the world. It is all right with the world, and we're going to get excited about it. We'll talk about it more. We won't do two segments every week, but you know what? If we do, it's all right, too. We love it. We love wrestling. We love football. We love food, and that's what this show is all about, stuff that we love to talk about when it comes to sports and food. Thank you all for being a part of it. Johnny Smokes, it's been a fun one, man. Man, I have really enjoyed it. I just can't get enough of talking about what we love. (laughs) That's it, man. We hope y'all enjoy it, too. Be sure to stay tuned with us every single week right here from 6 to 7 on WJDB. It's Gridiron and Grits. We appreciate you being here with us. And that's the ballgame. The Jinxman and Johnny Smokes are off to the locker room. Stay tuned next Saturday morning for more Gridiron and Grits.